Hey, welcome. This is Steve Mazzone of Ocean State and Bay State Running, and this is the first of what we hope will be several podcasts here on the website throughout the year with uh, discussing various different topics and any of the great happenings here in track and field and cross country here in Rhode Island and Massachusetts. Um, I figured what better way to start off these podcasts than talking about one of the biggest races on the East Coast during the cross-country season, the Ocean State Invitational, which this year will be held on Friday, September 22nd and Saturday, September 23rd. So middle school races on the Friday and high school races on the Saturday. And for our guest for the first podcast here is we have Siobhan Brigi of uh, one of the meet directors of the Ocean State Invitational. If the name sounds familiar, it should. Uh, Siobhan was a star athlete at North Kingstown, where she was an All-Stater and All-New England middle distance specialist. She also happens to be the daughter of Charlie Brigi, one of the founders of the Ocean State Invitational. Um, Siobhan, uh, welcome to our first podcast. It's great to have you. Thank you. I'm honored to be the inaugural guest. Um, so, Siobhan, this is a meet that every year gets great competition from throughout the region, New York, Massachusetts, Connecticut, um, even as far as I think North Carolina, we've had some people here. Um, what is it about this meet that 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 draws people here? Yeah, I, I think that there's there's a mix of tradition that in our meet and then there's a lot of uh, new elements that we've been slowly adding each year to make it um competitive, if you will, with some of the other bigger high school meets. So I think Goddard Park as a location is such a classic New England cross-country course. We have open fields and trail running, and I don't know of any other course that has trails that are right along the water. So we have a really unique and special place to hold the event. Um, and it's the 16th annual uh, event. So it's been around for quite some time. It has a, an amazing reputation of being a well-run and organized meet, thanks to Charlie, but also Bob and Ann Rothenberg, who originally started it um, with Charlie. So coaches know that our races run on time uh, and we have chip timing. So that helps to move things quickly. But also, you know, we've been we've been introducing new elements each year to make it more fun for the athletes to make it a full day experience. Um, we have Marathon Sports and Hoka on board that are helping um, to do that. If you look at all of the big high school meets, um, it's it's equal parts high competition, but also high fun. So we're looking forward to, um, you know, continuing that. And we're really excited about some of the new elements that we added this year. Yeah, and that is the, the one thing I did want to mention. Uh, it's going to be sponsored by Marathon Sports and Hoka. So one of the things that you're introducing into this meet is this Athletes Village. Now, I know all the other bigger meets, they're coming out with all these unique things to draw people into their meets. Uh, what is it about this Athletes Village? What, what, what can the athletes expect in this Athletes Village? Yeah. So, I mean, with we have a lot of Rhode Island teams, but as you said, we have teams from Massachusetts, New Hampshire, Connecticut that that drive out and they spend the day. So we wanted to create a new destination on the grounds for athletes to visit before or after their race. And so in the main athlete village area, Hoka is really going to um, host anyone who's coming to the meet. We'll have a recovery station. They'll have really neat uh, giveaways with mementos um, from the Goddard Park courses that um, you know could be collectibles down the line. Then uh, we'll also have some giveaways 
The Hoka team will have their latest product on site um, and they'll have some photo backdrops and additional games. Within the athlete village, there'll be a separate championship zone that's reserved for only the athletes that are in the boys and girls championship race. And that's one area where we really want to elevate. We have such a stacked uh, field coming to the meet. So we wanted to create a separate space for those athletes. Um, we'll have a, a, a unique athlete gift from Hoka um, that they can go and check in and, and receive. There'll also be a lounge, and I believe you might have um, some interviews conducted in there. So that will be within the athlete village. But anyone coming to the meet um, can visit the the Hoka team and um, you know interact with them and and then check out their various activations. So we're really excited um, to hear uh, what everybody thinks of that. So Siobhan, can you tell us a little bit about those those gifts that they will be receiving? Yes, yes. So this year's gift will be a five panel uh, performance hat from from Hoka. We'll reveal the exact colorway on social media. So follow us at Ocean State XC on Instagram and Facebook. Um, but it'll be a five panel hat, which we love because you can run in those, but then you can also um, wear them when you're not running. So it's a nice uh, a nice gift that the athletes can wear all year round. And uh, what else can you expect at this year's meet? What else can we expect from from uh, Ocean State Invitational and Hoka and Marathon Sports? Yeah. So as I said before, we we love Goddard Park, and and anyone who's run there uh, really has a special place in their heart for it. And I, I think every, in my mind, of all the places that I've run cross country, they're often a signature spot on the course. So. For example, Van Cortland Park, it's Cemetery Hill. And if you've run at Goddard Park, you know that there's that one straightaway um, right when you enter the woods and there's people on both sides and they they send you out into the woods and they welcome you back before you head into the finish line. And we really thought that was a place um, that could that we could really pump more energy into. And so we're working with the Marathon Sports and Hoka team. Uh, to inspired by the Boston Marathon Scream Tunnel of how can we make that the loudest spot on the course? So uh, we've we've internally referred to it as Hoka Alley, um, but we want to really make the volume, uh, you know, through the roof in, in that place. So Marathon Sports and Hoka will are going to help us out, and we're going to have some thunder sticks and some a DJ as we always do over in that area. So that will be um, it's already a known spot on the course, but we're looking to take it to the next level this year. Um, and then Marathon Sports will also have an entire, uh, you know, shop at, near the gazebo where we always have merchandise, but they're going to have footwear and a bunch of other really cool things that are available on the Marathon Sports uh, site or site right now. Um, you can go to OceanStateXE.com and we have a shop button. You can check out some of the merch ahead of time, which is another new feature we're excited to introduce this year. And you were talking about the the DJ. We have Steve Infaselli who, in my opinion, is one of the best in the business. The best. He's, he's been doing multiple events throughout the uh, Massachusetts, Rhode Island, um, one of the best voices out there. So you, you definitely got a good guy in having Steve there. Um, Absolutely. The one, th the one thing I can th say about this course, too, is it's very spectator and coach friendly because um, mm -hmm. you can go to multiple locations, see your athletes, and get to see them at the finish. So uh, that's the one thing that's great about this course, a fast course, a very uh, – Fast course, we've had some great times there, including Caitlin Tui um, yeah. back in 2018, I believe. Um, Caitlin Tui ran uh, uh, 2000 and yeah, 2018. She ran 1606.81. That would have got her second. 
Unbelievable. And that came, I think, the I believe the year after uh, she won the Nike uh, Cross Country Nationals and went on to win it again um, mm-hmm. after that meet. Uh, but it was an incredible performance. Also, um, another performance that was of note last year, um, Devin Kipiego, who we all know in Rhode Island, uh, how his career took off the last two years. He set the the current uh, boys record, getting just under um, just under fifteen minutes, fifteen fifty uh, fourteen fifty six. So a great time by uh, Devin Kip Diego. But this race traditionally gets some great competition throughout the year. What can you tell us about that? Yeah, I mean we're we're thrilled with the commitments that we've received so far this year in the championship side. Coaches have um, emailed us for pre-approval into the championship race, and uh, on the girls' side, we are beyond excited to welcome Saratoga Springs, uh, the girls' team, who won the national cross country title last year in Oregon. And uh, many of the championship teams from last year's race are returning again this year. So the on the boys uh, side of things, we have the returning uh, championship team, Westford Academy, and they are led by Paul Bergeron, who, as as you know, 851 two-miler. He won the Mass D1 state championship, and um, he I believe he's going to Stanford. So they're returning again, and many of the championship boys teams from the top 10 are, are back um, again for more this year. So we're, we're thrilled with the level of competition. And as you said, we have... We- it's exciting to see people like Caitlin Tui who have come, to, you know, and run our race and then see what they do, uh, you know, winning the NCAA cross country championship and and beyond. So um, it's really exciting to watch uh, the previous competitors and, and what they do in the future, too. Yeah. And you talk about Paul Bergeron. I saw him after he ran that 851, 852, two mile back at the Division One championships in the outdoor season. Um, I talked to him. I said, listen, after the meet of champions, are you going to be doing any national meets? He said um, he was shutting his season off, focusing strictly on cross country with a goal of winning the individual title. So he's all business this year. And I think you're going to see it um, it. this week, uh, this this month at the Orsain Invitational. I think he's going to be challenging that record. He ran 1443 at um, the Rentham course at the uh, divisionals in Massachusetts. So he's, he's capable. He's capable of getting that record, especially on that course. Um, there's other teams that are going to be there. Um, Oliver Ames, which was a division one C champion from Massachusetts. We have Natick who was third last year. Um, and their two through seven runners are returning. Um, there's plenty of other teams, Newton South, another team from Massachusetts, East Greenwich. These are the boys teams, uh, Lexington, Norwich Free Academy, Barrington, who is a team that could possibly win the state championship this year. You don't hear that too often on the boys' side. Usually hear Hendrick and LaSalle. This year, Barrington could be that team that wins the team championship. So they're also going to be on your meet. Um, And the girls, again, you mentioned Saratoga Springs, an unbelievable team. They've won uh, a few national titles. They've won a few titles here at the Ocean State Invitational. A great team. Um, We have Cumberland, one of the top Rhode Island teams this year that could finish in the top two, maybe win the state title. Oliver Ames, which was a Division I C champion in Massachusetts. Lexington, Marshfield, East Greenwich, our state champion last year in Rhode Island. So again, all these great teams coming here. It's going gonna, it's gonna to be a great meet. Um, I'm really looking forward to it. And I'm sure you guys are too. Yes, absolutely. And and another uh, notable team that's coming is Union Catholic, who if you're 
uh, a Sydney McLaughlin fan, you'll know that that's her high school. So we're really excited uh, to, to have both their boys and girls team as well, up all the way from New Jersey. So Siobhan, what, what's your favorite aspect of this meet? You know, the the high school and the, we talk a lot about the championship races and, and the the heightened energy and the anticipation to see those those great talented athletes run. But I would say that my favorite is probably on Friday when we have the middle school races. Um, we separate, obviously, boys and girls, but we have a sixth grade race, a seventh grade race and an eighth grade race. And it's just really cool to watch those athletes. This is the biggest meet that they've probably run in, right? Because this, you know, middle school races are, are a lot smaller and, and less frequent. But, um, you know, it's really cool to see them fall in love with the sport. And, and the middle school runners always have parents and grandparents and neighbors sometimes. So for them, this is a really big deal for, you know, some of the top teams, they, they, you know, Saratoga Springs, like they come to big meets all the time, but for these younger athletes, I personally really love watching um, them race on this big stage and, and their, their support teams uh, just embracing them after the race. So um, that I would say the middle school, the whole day would be my favorite part. Yeah, and that's the one thing I want to say about this meet. Um, you do have a lot of these big meets that have these middle school races um, in, incorporated into their invitational, but none of them really have it focused on one day um, where you where this particular meet does. I mean, it showcases mm -hmm. the, the middle school talent, the the future high school stars, and and it gives it gives them their own day. So I think that that's a great um, addition or a great uh, feature of this meet. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's, it's a lot of fun. And then it's kind of sets the tone for, for Saturday, right. And the, and the big races. So it's a good, it's a perfect way to kick things off. And the one thing too, I want to say is that um, you had mentioned before of how organized this meet is um, one of the most, I've been to hundreds of meets throughout uh, the last 20 years. This is one of the most organized meets I've ever seen. Um, if a race starts at nine o'clock, 10 o'clock, 11 o'clock, you can count on it starting right on time. Um, so you, you, you definitely know where you're going to be. You, you know, you're not going to have to wait. It's one of those meets that bang, 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 everything just falls right into place. Yes. Thank you for saying that. And like I said, the, that, that standard has been set by Bob and Ann and, and Charlie, you know, for, for the last 15 years. So it, it is, it's reputation is, um, you know, definitely strong and we look forward to continuing that. And the one thing I want to add too, is there's going to be plenty of merch. At this meet, uh, Marathon Sports and uh, Hoka, they're going to be uh, providing plenty of that. Um, and I notice whenever I go to this meet, that line is continuous. So, so it's it's great stuff that people want to have. Just remember that they're going to have it at this meet as well as some great music throughout this meet. Yes, and I, I mentioned it before, but as you bring up merch, I, I think it makes sense to to mention again that. Um, the marathon sports team have opened up the store early this year for that exact reason. So if you head to oceanstatexc.com and hit shop at the top, um, that will bring you to a page that has uh, an assortment of merch that you can pre-order um, ahead of time and have it shipped to your house. So you can show up to the meet wearing your merch. Um, and additionally, they have uh, any pre-orders before September 15th have the ability to add some personalization. So your first name, for example. So there are advantages to being ahead of the merch game. But um, yeah, it's, I'm, I'm excited to, to see what the kids think of what the marathon team is going to bring. 
Yeah, Siobhan, just like I mentioned at the beginning, this is one of the top meets on the East Coast. We have the Great American Cross Country Festival, the Manhattan College Invitational, the Wickham Park Invitational. There's there's plenty of meets out there. Um, and I, I, I classify you guys as one of the best. What, 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 what kind of level do you feel this meet can get to? Well, thank you for saying that. Um, we definitely want to be in that in that short list of of this, the best meets on the East Coast. I, I think that the meet already has a strong reputation um, for being well organized and um, you know properly run. But I, I think that some of the areas that we've been chipping away at and adding to make it an even bigger meet are those more fun off you know outside of the race elements that the marathon sports and Hoka teams are helping uh, bring to life with, say, Athlete Village this year. So I. I think that the competition, you know, the meets well run the competition. We, we we're so excited with this year's field because it's the most competitive that we've ever had. So that's, you know, that's an area that you need to have in order to be one of those top meets. And I think we're doing a good job of um, trying new things and making it uh, a really fun experience, a whole day experience uh, for the kids. So yeah, well, hopefully, hopefully we're on the right track, but that's definitely our goal. And Siobhan, uh, there's a reason your dad is bringing you on board. you got to bring young blood into these meets. Um, <laughs> so what can you tell us about your background? Because you do have a background in in, in uh, meets and uh, promotion. Yeah, yeah. So, I mean, as you said, I grew up running cross country and track in Rhode Island uh, in middle, uh, starting in middle school, even, even before that, actually, with like Junior Olympics and, and club teams. Um, but then after I, I ran at Boston College, um, uh, all four years. And then I did a fifth year at URI. I had some extra eligibility. Um, and then after that, I went on to work at New Balance for 10 years and I worked in running on social media. I worked on, you know, their New Balance Nationals. So there are a lot of things that I've learned along the way of what makes a meet a destination. And so that's, that's some of what you see here. And, and yeah, I, I think that that that's probably the most notable experience is, is my time at New Balance and even working with some of our our athletes like Sydney McLaughlin and um, Trayvon Brummel. So, uh, you know, it'd be great to have athletes come to this meet, uh, whether this year or in the future. So I think there's a lot of, a lot of things that I saw there that, um, you know, we're, we're trying to incorporate into this meet. And I know people can still sign up for this meet. When is the deadline to sign up for, for the meet? So, so Monday, uh, September 18th at 9am is when all teams need to be finalized. And, and something that um, I think it's worth mentioning now is if, if coaches are listening and they know they want to compete, but at the meet, but they don't yet know, you know, who's going to be on varsity, that's totally fine. You can sign up your team and just declare that you're coming um, at OceanStateXC.com. And then you can add, change, or delete your roster for each race up until that 9 a.m. Monday, September 18th deadline. So that, that's the deadline to sign up. But if anyone knows they're coming and they have not yet at least declared their team, we'd love if they could because it really helps us uh, plan better if we know certain teams are, are coming, um, even if the exact names you know aren't in the right race as of yet. And I just want to add that this is one of several meets that Marathon Sports in Hoka will be sponsoring this fall. They're also going to be doing the Martha's Vineyard Invitational on September 9th, the Catholic Memorial Invitational on October 14th, and the Wickham Park Invitational in Connecticut on October 7th. Again, this meet is going to be on 
Friday, September 22nd. That's the middle school races. And then Saturday, 23rd, we're really looking forward to this race. Again, it's at Garden Park in uh, Warwick, Rhode Island. Siobhan, is there anything else you feel that you should add or tell people about as far as this meet? Uh, again, a great meet, the 16th annual event. There's a reason it's still around for 16 years. It's, <laughs> it's a popular event and a well-run event. Yeah, no, I mean, I think that we covered it, but if there are any athletes um, listening in, we are uh, interested to hear what they like uh, music-wise for our playlist. So everyone can uh, send us a message uh, on our social channels or drop a comment on Ocean State XC on uh, Instagram and Facebook if they have specific requests for music. We're, we're definitely, uh, you know, open and want to make sure that the mood is right. And the one thing that's a given is Ocean State Running will be on site to provide complete coverage with stories, videos, interviews, uh, you name it. We're going to we're going to do our best to get it out there for you. Siobhan, I, I appreciate you joining us here on our first podcast. And again, the Ocean State Invitational, a great event. You don't want to miss it. Thank you. Thanks for having me. Thank you.